This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi and welcome to Life Chats, the podcast in which we talk to people you should know more about. And today I'm so honored and privileged to have with me Jacob Batalon, the star of Spider-Man Far From Home, Great. now available on Singtel VOD. Jacob, thanks so much uh, yeah, for speaking to of us. Of course, today. thank you for having me. This is so fun. Wonderful. And uh, I get it that this is your your first time in in Singapore. It was actually my second time. Oh, really? My second time okay. in Singapore. Yeah. Um, the first time we were here was in 2017. We were doing promotion for Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And we were here for about five days. And the entire time, you know, we were in the Marina Bay Sands, uh, we spent like almost every day at the rooftop pool. Oh, okay. Really, really <laughs> worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And um, we have you in our studio, and we're mm-hmm. going to get started with a few questions Amazing. that um, your fans might want to know about. Yeah. Well, um, the film's was in cinemas now it's on streaming people can enjoy it on VOD let's talk a bit about your character Ned Leeds mm, let's do it right now as far as Ned Leeds goes he is part of the canon in the Spider-Man comics yeah how much of it did you have to know and how much of it did you have to forget when you were getting into the role of Ned Leeds <clears throat> uh, you know I think all of us sort of did our own little research on our characters um I read quite a bit about Ned Leeds uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man arc, and uh, I mean, I feel like it's a pretty well-known um, fate for him, where he becomes the Hobgoblin or is brainwashed into thinking he is and commits all these crimes and everything. Uh, but you know, I don't think we forget that necessarily. I think we just have that aside as like information about him. Um, but I-, I think I draw a lot of comparisons to uh, Genki Lee, uh, who's a part of the Miles Morales story. And that's who people thought I was going to be before any of this press came out like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I, I feel like I've, we've done quite a bit of reading, <laughs> more than I've ever read comics in my life. So, right. <laughs> And um, did you have any conception of what Ned Leeds was going to be like before you, you, you got mm-hmm. uh, into the production? Well, I think... Uh, we all sort of had our own sort of preconceived notions. Uh, but, you know, when we all read the script for the first time, I think we all kind of got a sense of where our characters were at. You know, I'm sort of like the best friend. You know, MJ is sort of like the recluse who doesn't really have any friends. But, you know, she she like likes hanging around. Flash is sort of like the bully, the insecure bully. Um, so, you know, I think that that was all really uh, uh, written down for us. Uh, but, it, you know, we had this sort of collaborative process of making them our own, uh, which John Watts loves. So, yeah. Speaking of a collaborative process, mm-hmm. how did you and Tom Holland, mm-hmm. who plays Peter Parker, yeah. a.k.a. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. how did you workshop it such that you had the body language mm-hmm. and the easy companionship of yeah. best friends? Well, we had a pretty uh, good chemistry from my screen test with him. That's when we first met. And, you know, before... Which was uh, for the first... Uh, for Homecoming, yes. For Homecoming, yeah. And uh, before I went on, you know, there was a couple people before me, and they weren't really, like, fitting the bit. Right. And, you know, I think it was pretty apparent from when we first started. Uh, I mean, the like, the one of the scenes I remember so vividly was in a, was um, the Death Star scene. Uh, and that was an audition scene. And I think just from there, it really just, like, clicked and... You know, on Homecoming, we spent a lot of time together because it was basically just he and I, that entire film. Mm. And, you know, we lived together. I mean, we bonded over a lot of things. 
and because of that, you know, we were able to like just translate that onto screen very well. Um, we sort of know each other's like sort of comedic timing, uh, and we kind of know like what each other's like sort of like mindset is whenever we're like working. So it's pretty, it's pretty good. Like it's a really well-oiled machine, I guess. Yeah. Tell us a bit about this Death Star scene you, you, mm-hmm. you mentioned. In which, <laughs> do you play yeah. it? Was it a game or was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, so the Death Star thing. So the audition, you know, was pretty straightforward. It's basically the scene that you see, that you saw in the movie, except that we didn't have a, a Death Star. We had like a water bottle, and uh, we had to like pretend with that water bottle for like half an hour, and it turned out really well. Like it, it's so funny to see where it started to where it ended up. You, you guys improvised, yeah. Yeah, we All did right. a lot of we did a lot of that. I think John was like so I, I feel like they weren't really expecting that sort of like uh energy, you know, from from the audition so that they they basically just let us run off with it, you know. We were going all over the place with it. Um there was also another scene in the audition where um we're at these lockers and I kind of embarrass him in front of these pretty girls and that was just such a fun process, you know. It was like a really, really fun um, thing for me to do. I was in drama school at the time, and it was so coincidental because at the time I was doing a lot of improv uh, in school, so I was able to just like pull out all my all my tricks, and um, it worked out really well. <laughs> wow, you you and him have have an easy chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, people who watch the movies really can yeah. sense that. Um, what do you and he have in common? Like, is mm-hmm. it your sense of humor? Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you have hobbies in common? What What do you? Yeah, it's it's really our sense of humor and really how we view the world and how we view each other. I think um, we sort of feel the same type of way about everything. I think besides um, some nerdy things, he's not like he's not a big geek like I am. Um, and what yeah. kind of a geek are you? Dungeons and Dragons or something uh, Yeah, else? like Lord of the Rings, uh, okay. Star Wars, Big Harry Potter, guy. all that stuff. Yeah, okay. like a lot of anime. Um, okay. That's something he's definitely not into. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all those things. Well, yeah, here you should check out uh, Weathering With You. It's the yeah. one from Motoko Shinkai. Oh, the, amazing. The your name. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course. That is so cool. That's I have no idea. That's still in cinemas now if you got time. I yeah. wish we had time. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you you say you were in drama school mm-hmm. and you're not far out of your teen years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is there a teen self within you that comes yeah. out that you can draw on for Ned? <laughs> What's so funny is that I feel like Ned is a lot younger than a teenager. Like the way he is, like his energy is so much more kid-like. Mm-hmm. Um, almost to the point where it's like he's just a big child. Uh so that's sort of where I draw that from. When I was a teenager, I was like a troublemaker. So I definitely don't think I was like Ned at all. Um, but he's like he has like this childlike innocence that I feel is something that's some uh, something that people gravitate towards more. Uh, and the fact that he kind of bridges the gap between the fan and the hero, mm-hmm. I feel like he's more relatable in that sense because he's just a big fanboy. Um, That's so, right. Yeah. He is the audience's way yeah. into appreciating a superhero. Yeah, isn't exactly. Yeah. If you have that weight of responsibility. Yeah, literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have reactions, right? Yeah. Uh, do you practice those reactions like the, whoa, mm-hmm. you know, um, when he does not, that? I mean, not particularly. I think we all kind of, we always sort of just do that on the day. Mm-hmm. Um and that's really just the, like a testament to, you know, how talented uh, our, our cast is. We're very... I mean, as as much as we play a lot, we also do a lot of serious work. Right. Um, and you know, it's like twelve, thirteen hour days a lot of the time, and it just it just takes a toll. But you know, everyone's so 
so professional, mm-hmm. uh, more professional than I am. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's a good, it's fun. Just to pick up something uh, you you said a bit earlier, your actual teen years weren't as fun and lighthearted mm-hmm. uh, yeah. as as Ned's is. <laughs> yeah. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me if I overstep yeah, my no, boundaries no. here, but um, can you talk about them? Yeah, you know, I, I think Ned is like a very intelligent sort of like good kid. You know, I'm definitely not smart. Uh, definitely, definitely not um, good. You know, in the sense of like, I, I, I was just like always getting getting into trouble <laughs> like when what, I was younger. What kind of trouble? Um, just just in trouble with like teachers and stuff like that, and like I I tr- like. I went to an all boys school, so you know all boys are like always, always crazy and rowdy and stuff like that. So it was, it was a lot more fun for me. Were in you, that sense. were you the comedy guy? Were you the yeah? Class I mean, clown I feel like of, yeah. I feel like everyone was sort of like a class clown, like to the yeah. point where like everyone was funny. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I would just always get in trouble. So <laughs> <laughs> disciplinary. Yeah, yeah. Problems. But it's it was it turned out great. You know, I didn't you become a criminal. Managed- yeah. <laughs> that's the best we can hope for thank goodness and, and you did go to drama school yeah what was did this um, happened yeah. while you were in drama school yes i was also i was uh goodness it was my second year in drama school in new york and i was going out for like a bunch of weird auditions and then i got this random one from my manager at the time and it was like an untitled marvel project Untitled Marvel. Yeah. I wonder what that. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then the script was like, "Your best friend's gonna be an astronaut." So this is the scenes, what it's about, and blah blah blah. And then I was just like, "Oh, that's pretty cool, I guess." And then my cousin, who's like a comic book nerd, um, was like, "You know, this kind of sounds like Peter Parker's story, like a teenager, like, and there's like no astronauts in in Marvel or whatever, so it has to be Spider Man." And I was like, "Nah, no way. It can't be." And then I got the callback script, and it was like, oh, my goodness, it's actually for Spider-Man. So, yeah, it it was crazy. My name was Manuel uh, in the script at first, which was really random, but, yeah. (laughs) And what were you doing when uh, you were told you got the part? I was in bed uh, about to go to sleep, and this was about about two, three months of waiting. Mm -hmm. And... At this, at that point, I was just like devastated, like because I thought the screen test had gone really well. They really enjoyed my self tapes and everything, and they told me they would have they would have let me known within a week of this of the screen test, and it was like about four and a half weeks, and I was just so done with my life. Like I I didn't care about graduating. Like I thought my future was over. I thought I didn't have one, and my manager calls me up, and I'm like, I it was unbelievable. I literally just fainted. On my bed, really. <laughs> I was I was out for like twenty seconds. I came to, and my manager was like, "Yeah, they want you in it, but they don't know if you're gonna be the best friend yet." And then I go out for like a for like a fitting, and this is like literally like three weeks before we start filming the movie, and they still wouldn't tell me, even though they f- measured my head for a wig and everything. Uh, and it wasn't until I got to you know we got to read the script where it was like, "Oh my goodness, it's." There it is. That's that's who I am, and now I'm here. <laughs> wow, it's a real, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, the yeah, universe yeah. is the universe is full of crazy, wild things that I never would have imagined. So, can you talk about uh, projects that yeah. this has <clears throat> given you a stepping stone? From? Yeah, um, I mean, I've done quite a bit. I there's a lot of things. The first film that I've done after this was uh, a film called uh, The True Don Quixote. 
Um, that's with Tim Blake Nelson playing the titular character of Don Quixote, who's so dope and so cool. Like, I love him so much. Um, every he was day, in Bust, yeah. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, oh my goodness, Netflix. seriously, that's one of my favorites. Really, yeah. like I, I, he was like the first story in it, and yeah. it's so like Tim is so talented. He's like one of those old school Hollywood guys who have all the good qualities of old Hollywood. Yeah. Um, so he's really amazing. Uh, we shot that in New Orleans, which was really fun for me. In, in America, it's like a really uh, sort of southern place with like a Creole uh, influence and French influence and all those things. Um, so that was that, and I did this film called uh, Every Day with Ngauri, who is the who is the lead in that, and that's and Far From Home is like our third film together. Now that I'm thinking about it, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. She's super talented. Um, I did a short film called uh, Wow, it's called Watch Room. It's about uh, artificial intelligence. That's like on YouTube right now. You can look at that. Um, goodness, I'm really think, I'm really going through my filmography right now. Uh, Bloodfest. Uh, which is like a horror comedy. I like the um, title. It's really fun. It's a really, really fun adventure uh, yeah. adventure film. Um, and then I did this uh, one film called Banana Split, uh, written in, written uh, by this girl named um, Hannah Marks, who's very talented. Um, gosh, <laughs> of course, Infinity War uh, and you know Endgame. I have this film coming out on Netflix called Let It Snow. Uh, our cast is like full of young up and coming actors. They're all really. It's a talented. Christmas movie, I take yes, it. Yes, definitely. It's coming out in December. Yeah, okay. uh, actually November. November. Uh, yeah, okay. um, it's it's basically like Crazy Stupid Love, but you know, for like millennials, for like younger mm-hmm. people. Um, so that's like one coming out in the works, and I'm doing something in Vancouver next month. Uh, I, busy, busy, yeah. busy. It's like really, I just gave you my entire career. <laughs> <laughs> in in terms of comedy, uh, yeah. I take it that's yeah. your forte. That, that, are yeah. you happy with that? Or I, you... you know, I am happy. I'm. I enjoy doing it. You mm-hmm. know, it's because of sort of like the idea people have of me that they give me these sort of uh, jobs. But you know, when I was in drama school, I really enjoyed doing like really emotional, like deep cutting sort of like mind-twisting sort of, like, roles where, you know, you really change who you are. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy, like, the ability to be someone completely different. Right. Um, it's, like, very liberating in that sense. So Okay. Yeah. So we're going to see you as a serial killer? I mean, I hope so. I mean, yeah. very, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> we can't ever forget that uh, at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. we see you. Yeah. You're saying hi to your old mm-hmm, buddy, mm-hmm. and we think you disappeared yeah. during the snap. Yes, definitely. Right. Tell us about the snap and where do you think you went? Um, I, You know, I think everyone sort of ended up in the same place. I think they all ended up in one of the stones or some crazy nonsense like that. <laughs> it's like some like really deep like Marvel stuff that you really need to know about. Yeah. But I know that you definitely like... Like, you, you end up, like, your soul ends up in one of those stones. Um, but in real time, it's, like, it, it, it only felt like a snap. Like, literally right. just a snap. So you were away and then you were back yeah. almost immediately. Yeah, like, yeah. nothing even happened. Yeah. And yet, you know, five, year, five years had passed. Right. And, um, you know, all these things had happened and we had no idea about it. So it was pretty, like, really, like, on a deeper surface, it's, like, so, like, messed up mentally yeah yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. i'm sure it'd be yeah. pretty traumatizing yeah. to have five years of your life disappear like yeah that. but like when you think about it you have five extra years now 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to uh, start high school again. <laughs> really, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, brilliant, Jacob. Thank you so much thank you for, uh, me. for being on uh, Live Chats. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. So don't forget, uh, you can watch Jacob. He's now in Spider-Man Far From Home, which is available on Singtel TV VOD. Thank you and bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.